What's up? I'm Ayla. Hi, I'm Beth Ann. And this is Let's Talk BL, a boys love podcast. Welcome back. It's Series Sunday, the day of the week that we talk all about one series and one series only. And can you guess what we are talking about today? It's Halloween too, by the way. It's Halloween today. So clearly like next level with the series Sunday. If you are listening to this and you're not watching the video, I do recommend like just like taking this like a quick peek. I'm not saying you have to watch the whole episode uh, via video, but like we got we got a little festive. So today we're talking about he's coming to me. He's coming to me. Oh. Ghost Sing Joe, truly the ghost that set the bar for all other ghost BL boys. Ghost Sing Joe is like the OG, and I think about him a lot, and I just love him so, so much. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, let's get into the facts before we talk about this show. So, this show came out in 2019. It's GMM TV. It's on YouTube, of course, which we love. Uh, it's eight episodes. And also, fun fact, it's directed by Off, which directed Tell of a Thousand Stars and Together and all the good stuff that comes out of GMM TV that we love. And so the cast, as we've said, Sing To as P-Med and Om Pawat as Thun. Thun? Thun? Thun, Thun? I think. Thun. Thun. Yeah. That's right. There's no TH. We got to work on that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> okay. You got the synopsis? Yeah. Let's, let's do this synopsis. One of my favorite parts always. Uh, yes. So... On his birthday, Med, a kind heir to a rich family, dies mysteriously and becomes a ghost. For 20 years, he waits in the graveyard for someone to visit so that he's able to reincarnate. However, his plan for reincarnation changes completely when he st- when he spots Tun, a young boy who is able to see and talk with him during every Qingming festival. Mm-hmm. A few years pass and Tun, now a university student, reveals that Med was killed and promises to identify the reason behind Med's murder and takes Med to live with him. As they solve the issues relating to Med's death, the boys find themselves falling in love with each other despite the obvious that they must one day apart be. Oh my God. I mean, it, it's truly a wild premise. And okay, one thing that I want to say about this, that like, because let's just get into it. Let's just talk about this. I adored this show, like sort of from the first time I watched it. And <laughs> we'll explain this and we'll get into this. But like, basically, I love this show and I have for a while. But I didn't read the synopsis before I watched the show. I was just like, yeah. I like Singto and I like Ohm. Wasn't it like and a recommendation so like, from the Discord? We were like. It, yes, it was a recommendation from watch? the Discord that we're in, Celestial Gear Garden. Uh, we will put the link to join the server in the details uh, of this episode. But <laughs> so it was a recommendation and we needed something to watch. You and I were like together that weekend, like in the same place. Like it's like physically together um and so we were like oh let's watch he's coming to me and you had read the synopsis but I did not read the synopsis yeah and so I was just like 
here for it because I like Singtone. I like Ohm. And then <laughs> literally in like the first five minutes, Singtone dies. And yeah. like, listen, yes, if I had read the premise, I would understand that Singtone is a ghost in the show. And like, that's literally like, literally the point is that is ghost Singtone. Yeah. But I didn't read the synopsis. And so imagine me going through life, loving Singtone like I love Singtone. And all of a sudden, he dies on me. Like, <laughs> truly, it was the world's biggest bombshell. It was In the most insane. dramatic fashion, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In the words of one of our favorite reactors, Revel, who recently was uh, re- reacting to a show, he was having a Tion moment. Um, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this show didn't hit for me the first time. Uh... I just didn't love it. Like I, I didn't, I didn't think like there was much chemistry. I like, I really love the side characters in this show. Side characters are amazing. Obviously I love. Yes. Uh, so yeah, the first time it didn't hit, here's what I've learned about myself is that if I don't care for a show, cause I, there's no show that I hate, but there's like shows that I'm like, cool. I'll never give it that any more time. If I watch it a second time, I usually pay closer attention and like actually enjoy it more. So this show was that for me where the first time I was like, this is ridiculous. If I see one more flashback, I swear I'm going to go crazy. The flashbacks are intense. Yeah. There's so many. There's just a lot. But upon upon the rewatch, I was like, this is really interesting. It's a really interesting story. It's very creative. You know, we love some culture lessons and you get a lot of culture in this show, which is really fun because neither one of us have any experience with Buddhism or any of this kind of culture. So it was fun to learn that, which like how appropriate the timing that Singto is currently doing his monkhood and no, isn't he out? Didn't he finish after eight days? Oh, did he? I I don't I know. Believe so I, I think he just haven't home. kept tabs. But uh, and Ohm is coming out with his show, so like this was very of the moment, which is ironic. But yeah, so I like really. I really thought it was interesting the second time around. I mean, like even some little details such as like the color of the ghost was really cool and interesting. The like BL premise of it all is just. Listen, I have beef with that too, but here's what I will say. I approached it a little bit differently. So here's the thing. I also, I don't really have any shows that like I hate, like I hate it. Like I would never, you know, like I don't really have any shows like that. But when I first watched the show, I, like, I'll be honest, I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my whole life. But even while I was watching it and I was thinking, this is so stupid, I was having fun. Like, it is a fun show to watch. It is. Very And I was going through it. Like, I cried, I think, twice, okay? And this whole time, I'm like, this is stupid. Like, this is just, like, my thing whenever, whatever other show, when I was like, this is garbage. But, like, for this one, I was like, this is stupid. But I was, like, fully invested in crying. So, like, the quality of this show and the storytelling, like, is really there. And 
even with, I mean, truly, you watch, I think we counted, and, like, you watch basically the entire show five times within the show yeah. because of all the flashbacks. It's so true. And, like, there are a lot of flashbacks. But it's, like, it's it's fun to watch. And so, yeah. that being said, the first time I watched it through, I was, like, this was stupid, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, it was really fun for me to watch. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... I realized literally the next day. So we binged this whole show in one day, by the yeah. way. We watched the whole thing in one day. Uh, we we may did or may not partaken in a little. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we also like, fast, fast forwarded through some of the flashbacks because we were like, we get it. They've spent time together. Like, Well, we yeah, because we binged it. We were like, yeah, we just saw this like two seconds ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, but so... I realized the next day I was still thinking about the show. And then the next week I was still thinking about the show and still thinking about the details and still thinking about Ghost Singto who lives and he is so dear to my heart. And so that's when I realized, and I actually went back and rewatched it like not that long after I binged it for the first time. Mm. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I enjoyed it the first time around, but the second time around I had like a true like appreciation for it. And I genuinely think this is like, a must-see BL. Like, you know, like, there's a list of, like, essential shows that I think yeah. everyone should watch. Like, for me, He's Coming to Me is on that list. Yeah, which is interesting. Yeah, the first time around, I was like, okay, I don't get it. But, yeah, the second time around, I realized, like, they do the scenes that are important really well. Like, there's definitely some pacing issues for me, and there's, like, okay, we get it, like flashback cool like let's do a we love a montage but uh the first scene that like I think they did really well that I want to talk about was like the coming out scene with his friends and with his mom when he talks to his friends like it's a very sweet moment of like they're like give us time to process they're not like totally like woohoo you're you know gay we love you but they're like you don't have to worry about us like this is new information and this is like different, but they handled it in a really like really respectable and, and just the way that it kind of should have been handled. And then of course, like the mom, the mom is like the mom. She's the best mom of all time. It's even with honestly, that scene is even the first time I watched it and I was like, this is so stupid. I was like, this is an amazing scene. But like, it's truly the, so good. The fact that in that scene, <laughs> you find out that the mom and oh. Ned dated. <laughs> we were like. Yeah, I. so I literally wrote in the notes for this series Sunday. I was like, I literally wrote, the Earth's worst grandpa is kind of evens out, evened out by the Earth's best mom, right? So, like, the family situation in this show, which we talk a lot about family yeah. and BLs and, like, the role that they play, is really night and day. Like, it is fully, like, one extreme or the other. Yeah. And so you truly have, like, the Earth's worst grandpa, and then you have, like, the slash uncle, and then you have the Earth's best mom who's and so like too that's supportive wild. because in that whole scene where he's like taking him home before the ceremony where she's like i never thought he'd find a partner and you're like you did it you found a ghost like here's the thing i my other note is <laughs> after that note of like the earth's worst grandpa even down by the earth's best mom i literally yeah. wrote for myself 
But also, what kind of Twilight Breaking Dawn shit is this whole my dead boyfriend is now my son's ghost boyfriend? Like, I'm so sorry, but this is fully, like, truly, this is, like, when Jacob in Twilight is, like, you and me, it never made sense before. And this is why. It's because this part of you is, like, what I was meant to be with. Like, this is truly what's happening here. And, like, I will say that's a bit much for me, like, weird but here's the thing i had fun watching it and i had fun thinking and i have fun now thinking about it and thinking about it like that is just like it's absolutely ridiculous but i love it and it's amazing and to be okay to be completely transparent (laughs) i unironically love twilight so like this is not a diss like i am not like i read the books anyone yeah like this there are zero insults anywhere here So, like, yeah, it's just that plot point is definitely weird to me. And also, like, I do have beef with the whole, like, (laughs) ghost boyfriend situation. Okay, let's get into that. But here's the thing. I want to just start by saying that we love tropes. And this show, (laughs) this show saw the whole I'm only gay for you trope and leveled up. They were like... I'm only gay for a a dead ghost. Like, I'm, like, because in the show, like, in the show, he says something, like, I think he's talking to his friends, and they were like, how did you know? Like, whatever. And he was like, it's because of this ghost. And so, like, not only is he, like, just gay for Singto, he's he's gay for a ghost. And I just, like, was like, when that moment happened, I was like, so, like, what's going to happen next? Because now Listen, I want Sing-to you to is talk. a man of the people. Everybody want- is here for Singto, regardless of like gender orientation, regardless <laughs> of literally anything. Singto is here for you. Sing- like Singto is a it's man true. of the people. Okay, it's first true. of all, I-, I now want you to go on your rant that you did the other day about like the whole ghost oh, boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. So I have beef with the ghost boyfriend thing, and yes. It's funny that you mentioned from the other day because that's how often I think about he's coming to me. Yeah. Like, I do genuinely really like the show. And sometimes I'll make jokes. Like, I think about Ghost Singto once a week, but, like, it's not really a ghost. It's, like, it's not really a joke. It's true. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Yes, because I do have this rant. I have beef with the whole ghost boyfriend thing because it's unsustainable. Hear me out. <laughs> okay. Listen, I feel I like it's healthier than a lot of these BL relationships, to be honest. But it's unsustainable. Okay, I have got pee off. I come on the podcast, GMMTV, answer my questions. Like, do I need to write a letter? Like, uh, w- like William, uh, like, help me translate these thoughts so that I can get them to GMMTV. I'm going to pay for a billboard outside of GMMTV. Oh my God. And I'm going to write my beef out. Okay, hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. We're going to get those little, like, those little, what are they called? The, like, carts that they put the billboards on. We're just going to get, like, a train of those. Yeah. (laughs) And they're just going to drive past the GMM building. What Hondo (laughs) P. GMMTV, explain yourself. Explain yourself. Okay, Okay, okay. My beef with the ghost boyfriend trope, because this is now a trope, because there's so many ghosts. Oh my gosh, now. Because, uh... A nut Sepanut is gonna be doing this yeah. like whole ghost boyfriend thing. And then we had Peach of Time. Like, okay, this is a trope now. So and we have the the strongberry one, right? Okay, it's trope tr- fully. Yes. But the problem with this ghost boyfriend trope, but specifically the way that it's set up and he's coming to me, is that okay, 
The whole point is to get P-Med to a point where he can reincarnate, right? Like that is the whole point and that is like his mission and you find out all the rules about like why he's stuck in the graveyard and why he can't reincarnate and like, you know, now that his grave is being taken care of, he should be able to reincarnate but that means that he has this like other like – business and then with like you were mentioning the like the aura like the colors of the ghost mean different things and so and then we find out that like the reason he can't reincarnate is all of this and so literally the whole premise of the show is getting p-med to a point where he can reincarnate and they do it they do the thing they they do it they figure it out they get the proof there's like the apology his family um who is pifa who actually is like a pretty good girl character i will say like she has her moments of like like iffiness a couple times but she's awesome yeah love her anyways they do the thing and he's he's re he's eligible for reincarnation (laughs) rad (laughs) yes and then he doesn't reincarnate. He stays. He's like, and it's after this like emotional, like I have to let you go. Even though at this point P med has like started to break into the physical plane because they've like been able to hold hands and kiss. And like, he can pick up like cereal boxes and stuff. Like he can, like he has started to come onto the earthly plane. Right. Which is why we're doing this for a Halloween episode. And, then he doesn't he doesn't reincarnate which makes sense for the story because we want him to be with Tun, right? Like that right. is the whole like they are like meant for each other supposed to be together twilight but breaking dawn destined for each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Suspend so disbelief. Yes, we do. So it makes sense for the plot that he would not reincarnate. <laughs> but <laughs> Here are my questions because after that, nothing makes sense. Because, okay, the, if the point yeah, of him not scene, reincarnating, that whole scene after he doesn't reincarnate, get it takes a turn. If, if the whole point of him not reincarnating is so that he can be with Tun, then does that mean when Tun dies, he reincarnates? And so then will Tun immediately reincarnate so that they can then find each other and be together? Like, are they soup snakes? Like, are they soulmates? Like, is this the point? Are they what? Uh, all my office fans understand what I'm saying. <laughs> You're not in the club. Sorry. <laughs> it's been a minute. Um, so like, are they soulmates? And as soon as Tun dies, does this mean that P-Med reincarnates? Mm. Maybe. But does that mean now that we've learned all the rules about reincarnation, we know that people don't immediately reincarnate, right? right. So does this mean then that we're stuck in this like eternal loop of like <laughs> P-Med reincarnates and then he goes and finds like ghost tune and then tune is the ghost and then are they stuck in this eternal loop of having ghost boyfriends they didn't they didn't think through this or so here's the other option that also makes no sense we saw before that p-med was like making his way onto the like physical plane right like and so does this mean, and it was because of, like, his love and, like, his the time that he's spending with, like, I mean, fair, like, yeah, yeah. 
if I were a ghost, I would do everything I could to also touch Om Pawat. Like, come on. Um, <laughs> Except but, Om has to be, they realize that Om has to be the one to initiate everything. Yes. Anyways. Which is weird. So does this mean that the longer that P-Med is like a ghost with Tun, he will eventually just like materialize onto the human plane like will he not only be able to Mm. physically touch ton will like people be able to see him and he will be like a physical human so are we breaking the barriers of like physics and spirituality and like (laughs) metaphysics like are we breaking all of these barriers is their love so strong that it literally like reanimates p-med not not even reanimates, but just like materializes him. Like so, if so, <laughs> is he then a zombie who doesn't age, mm. or does he then start begin aging? Or but then that would suggest <laughs> that he should age immediately, and so then yeah. we're in the same ghost boyfriend loop that we were before. I'm just saying like but can he no age because here. he died at like 20 something 21 right, that's the question so like and so it's like as a ghost he's forever stuck at that age and then he like, then has to watch Tun get old and die even though he has now materialized into this do you see what i'm saying like does he become a zombie like does he become like a vampire zombie ghost human materialized thing creature i don't know there, I'm just saying there is no end game here, and the ghost boyfriend trope doesn't work. Whatever Singto wants, Singto gets. Like it doesn't because have to there's make no any end game. Sense. There's no end game outside of the drama. Is the problem right? It's the problem I have with it. Yeah. Also, the craziest part is truly the like the last two minutes because when Singto decides not to reincarnate. The like, well, he doesn't necessarily decide. He's just like, yeah, one minute there was a light and then there wasn't. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, it takes a turn because then it gets spicy and there's this whole like <laughs> suggestive talk where you're like, um, uh, like how P Med is going to uh pay to stay in Tun's room and you're like, um, y'all, the uh, uh well this is why i'm saying does he does he like physically materialize well according to the plan they're getting spicy back in right because we know that we but we know that we know that ton can see him and feel him like physically feel him but does this mean that p-med is going to like actually like materialize onto this plane i like i just have questions that don't have answers like there is not an answer to this this is like a this is like a spiritual uh what was that Ryan Gosling movie where he had like the doll girlfriend? Oh, um her? Nebraska? Was it or called no. her? Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about, but yeah, basically it doesn't work. It, That's my beef. My beef is that this trope doesn't work. It's unsustainable and I don't know that I'm actually here for it. That being said, I do love ghost characters especially in this um and so i want to introduce ghost friends yes because these ghost friends i love so much we've got gunsmile as jang and like 
literally there's an episode of this podcast where I start crying over Gunsmile. Like you can go back and watch it. It is uh, the three will be free series <laughs> Sunday. I literally on camera on like he was audio, the whole thing in three will be free. I start crying over Gunsmile. Like yeah. actual tears come out of my eyes during recording. So I love Gunsmile. Like this is how much I love Gunsmile. And he's amazing as Jank. He's like, a this solid. Is so good. He's a solid side character. He maybe yeah. has like what a total of five minutes in the show. But like he's so memorable. The ghost characters are so good. And so yes. Love Gunsmile. But also my girl Ngoon. Okay. She's amazing. Obviously she is my Halloween costume today. I love her because she's such a mood. She's like cranky and in a bad mood, but also she's like, oh my God, can you just deal with it and like get over it? Like she is just a whole mood and she's like soft for everything that like, she's so soft for Singto and like yeah. same. Also same. the development of uh, Kim being able to see her at the end where you're like, yes. wait, Kim, and Kim is now going to fall in love. I am so, when Kim sees They're going to have ghost Goon double dates. <laughs> in the graveyard at the end, dude, my my heart like soared into the sunset. A new <laughs> ship was built for me. Like I am here for this, like GMMTV, give it to me. Give it to me. I want it. I need it. I, so I like, good. yes, yes. Also, we love the whole like, Korean connection to these Thai dramas. So that whole like she looks like a Korean idol and she's beautiful and uh also she what's yeah. funny is she's like it low-key looks like she's not here for it, which again is like such a mood and I love it. Because was she the one that was like anti Singto with uh right. Tun? Like she was like, You can't do this, like you can't, this is not yeah. how physics works. Like this is yes, she, yeah, yeah. She's a mood, okay. Yeah. She okay. understands. Okay, uh, my other two favorite, just like before we yeah. talk about his friends, because like yeah. they're a big part and we will talk about them. <sighs> my two favorite little baby side characters, AJ and JJ are here. Y'all, <laughs> it's been a hot minute since we talked about a show that had AJ and JJ Except in it. Except they were super toxic in the show and not Well, they were the it. worst. Yeah. They were the worst, that but... Scene, that one scene that they were in where they're, like, very creepy and gross, and you're like, y'all, yeah. let's not do this. They they were super creepy, and they were like... Yeah, it was... The, the characters were but the also worst. GMMTV constantly trying to confuse us about who's who. No, it's not GMMTV. This is peak AJJJ behavior. So the reason I love these characters, like they're the worst, worst as characters. Honestly, you might as like just fast forward through their scene. It's like yeah, totally. not memorable. You don't need it. The only thing you need to do is watch them actually playing basketball because you will notice one of them is basketballing around wearing a JJ jersey. And you're like, oh, cute. JJ is playing JJ. No, no. No, he is not. AJ's character's name is JJ. <laughs> of course so it is. So AJ is playing JJ. And truly, this is peak AJJJ behavior because there's yeah. an episode of School Rangers where it was Gun had figured out the different, had figured out they were wearing different shoes. And so that's what he Gun was using. And he was having to do this challenge where he had to hug, I can't remember if it was AJ or JJ, but he had to hug one of them. And they were like, oh, go hug, a go hug whichever one he was supposed to hug. Mm -hmm. And he had like gun, again, in peak gun behavior, yeah. was like, had already figured out that like, ooh, AJ and JJ are wearing different shoes. And so that's how I can tell the difference between them because they're wearing the same outfit. Right. 
he walks up and he hugs the wrong one because the twins had figured out that he had figured out the shoes and then they switch shoes just to mess with him. Like this is peak AJJJ behavior. And I, I just it. appreciate that it made it into a drama. So good. Yeah. Yeah. That I yeah, that it. whole that whole scene, they are not unnecessary. Ugh, it literally it was-, was just an excuse for GMMTV to like put AJ and JJ in something, which I feel like GMMTV was doing for a while. They were like, "Ooh, we got some twins." It was like the <laughs> twins were like their like uh their like a uh, hidden card. It was like yeah. a thing that they like pulled out. They're like yeah, token totally. twin card, and it. it was like their cool fun thing. They were like, "Where can we put the twins? Where can we put the AJ and the JJ?" So like, yeah, for a hot minute, they twins were in, like beca- everything. Twins have become a trope too. So there's that. Which is yeah, because we got some new twins, our new fave twins in Don't yes. Say No. And then we also get twins in uh, hashtag triggered, I'm so sorry, history three make our days count. Yes. Uh, yeah, let's move on from that. Okay, <laughs> the other side characters are Kimmin as Prince or Chimin as Prince and Gigi as Prefi. Yeah. Uh, which again, like, Lord have mercy. The ties love to do this whole like distant relative. This person, everyone's related. Yes. So Prifa is (sighs) named by Singed's niece. Niece. Prifa is Simed's niece, and her grandpa is his uncle who dun 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 murdered him. Yes. To her credit, Pry fought who, like, she loves her grandpa. So the whole time they have spent the show, like, building up her relationship with her grandpa. That, like, she loves him and they have this super close relationship and right. he's so good to her. When she finds out he's a murderer, she fully is like, you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. And, like, she fully is just, like, on board, even though, like, she has had a rush on tune and like it should have been a whole thing she is like that's my friend's boyfriend who you murdered (laughs) and she's not here for it yes and I also will say I felt like she they handled her crush on tune and then like the subsequent resolution of that really well like that whole moment where they're sitting together and having the conversation about like how he feels and like where they are I I really enjoyed because then how they introduce Prince as now her love interest was like a sweet moment and just like that that cute little moment where they like hold hands he's had a crush on her yeah and like that has already been established and I really do love Prince and I love I love Chimin so much I think he's just so fresh and uh, yeah I really like I really like it and what's what's really cute is that you get what you want for him and for her because she just wants a nice boy, right? Like she, cause the whole time when they have her sort of like explain why she has a crush on Tun, she's like, it's basically like, it's because he's such a good friend to me and he always pays attention and he like knows what I like. And he knows so much about me that we wouldn't have to work at a relationship. And like, that's kind of her like basis for why she wants to be with him. And you find out at different points. So like at one point when they're all drinking the like, green and pink soda Mm -hmm. you you find out that it's actually prince that knows all those things about her yeah his confession scene is very yeah 
It's really good. They wrote some good confession scenes in this show, I will say. Like, they're all very sweet and wonderful. Listen, this show is super soft and funny. And, like, I definitely want to talk about my favorite funny scene. But it also is can get really intense. So this scene where there's, like, the storm and then P-Med is, like, spends the night outside and it's, like, a whole thing and they're fighting – Honestly, when Toon cries, heartbreaking. Yes, beautiful. Like, oh my god! Upon rewatch, I was like, uh, "Ohm is an excellent crier," and the fact that he like screamed into the void basically was like beautiful. That whole scene, like quality acting. I'm excited. Oh my god! And he and literally, so we joke all the time, like you could have chemistry with a wall, like you could act with anything, like that's what he's doing. But right, like he's alone. It, I mean, it's really powerful and moving. And, like, honestly, he is so talented. I just own a lot. desperation. The other scene where he and P-Med are sitting on the roof again and uh, Toon is like, I want to, like, do you wonder why, like, a dumb boy wants to become a lawyer? It's to, like, help you. And, like, he starts, like their tears streaming down his face and you're you're just like oh my gosh come on ohm like you're killing it in this like you ohm kills it i just i and the fact that we this is one of what like three things we've ever gotten with ohm which includes his currently airing show is a true travesty and gmm tv i don't understand why you have been like locking him in the basement why are we hiding him where has this boy been like we we have been robbed for all of these years as far as i'm concerned it's true. Because I'm, here's the thing. He can do that like emotional, like upset, like so well, and it moves you and you cry. Yeah. And then he has those scenes where he goes to the mall with P Med <laughs> and he sits at a table eating ice cream, talking to himself. It's so cute. It's so like funny. It's, it's totally believable that like his friends have the relationship that they do with him because like like he's so affable and like cute that you're like you're just so silly like they they at no point are ever like okay we shouldn't hang out with this boy anymore they're just like he's funny like he's a little he's crazy so, like that scene honestly moves me to like laughter tears so he moves me to like he moves me to sadness he moves me to joy all of the emotions in between Ompawa moves me everywhere back front <laughs> up down like girl honestly, this took a turn no wonder this took a turn just like he's coming to me took a turn <laughs> no listen in terms of emotions Beth Ann <laughs> oh my god no we oh, know like, why Shane Conan reincarnate Oh, I was like um, to do those things to him. (laughs) I was like in tears at that scene when he's like sitting at the table and there's like girls sitting at a table behind him and you can tell they like think he's cute and like it's set up right that like oh he's cute look at him and then they like you realize that they're staring at him because he looks like a complete and utter just like wackadoo because he's sitting at a table eating ice cream by himself just like giggling. Yeah. And it is, oh my God, so funny. It is so funny. And, but it's so sweet. And just the fact that, like, 
he fully sat there at that table, like <laughs> Ompa Wat, like had to shoot this scene, right? Like yeah. this, like oh, it just God, it's so funny. And it's not just that scene. There are lots of other just like so funny scenes. So like when pretty much all of the hijinks of when like the friends come into his room. Yes. And Kimet is just kind of like lurking, like lurking, yeah, yeah. lurk Singto is pretty amazing. And I'm here for it. Yeah. I love the moment where Tun and Kim are sitting and he and Tun has asked him to get like patient records. And he was like, I need those. And he was like, why? And Tun is like, because I'm a private investigator. And then he just like walks off. And Kim is like, okay, like cool and then sure, like, it seems legit and then later on he's like that that story made no sense but this one is even more ridiculous and like i can't believe you and then they're like running through the school in the night it's just the show is ridiculous it's absolute like tropey yeah. ridiculousness but it's so good it is it's true i yeah i definitely came around to it Again, like I'm the type of person that like if the if the, if the main couple listen, I uh oh I, I don't say my- it don't say it out loud, <laughs> Bethan. No one will ever listen to our podcast ever again because of you. I learned my lesson with until we meet again. I there's still some other shows that like. I, like I just can't rewatch. I will not rewatch because I I don't even care to give the lead couple a second chance. So we will leave those to to the imagination. But the fun thing about this podcast is it does require you to rewatch shows and like shows that maybe you didn't you wouldn't have given a second chance are given a second chance and it's like fun to be like oh. I like missed this the first go round because like I just wasn't into these main actors and like just didn't have any investment or interest. Oh, man, Singto. <laughs> Listen, we all have our preferences. Again, like I started with Ugolf and uh Z Saint Z Z Saint Saint Z. Singto. <sighs> I know. I'm just it it just he doesn't float my boat. I'm so sorry. Listen. I thought it kill me for it. I don't care. Like it's just and I okay, watched so her address is <laughs> and she's and, at work on and I've like watched all his shows. Like I haven't watched Friend Zone. Y'all, I just it, he's not for me. Not every boy is for every okay. person. I disagree. Because I think that Singto is a man of the people and he's here for everyone. Listen, and people could agree with that. Like, listen, you have your own boys that you love. I have my own boys that I love. The great thing about Ayla is that, like, she always comes around to the boys that I love. At first, she's like, no, whatever, I don't get it. And then eventually, she always gets it. Like who? Like who? Name. Uh, You were, like, highly questioning Kim Cobb. Oh, and the other one, fun little, fun little cameo appearance in this show. There's a moment where they're at like a night market and in the background you see Petch having like a full photograph. Petch does have a cameo in this. And yes, I did come around on Petch. Okay. I'll give you Petch. I'll give you (laughs) Petch. We love Petch. Petch is the only one. I feel like there were some others. I'll have to, I'll have to think of them and we'll come back to it. But no, 
you were, I mean, when I was trying to get you on board with Kim Cop via like SB5, you were like, whatever. And then you like saw the light with Kim. Well, that was your mistake. It's true. So anyways, okay. Well, this show is worth the watch. It's so good. Truly fun. Uh, Maybe you can make it a fun game of like eating or drinking something at each flashback (laughs) and see how much fun you have then. (laughs) The flashbacks are truly intense. The tropes are a lot, but it's so good. It's good. Pee off delivers again. Okay. That's all I have to say about it. I have <laughs> I have lots of other thoughts, but those are my main thoughts. So many thoughts. Well, thanks again for joining us for Series Sunday. Make sure you like, subscribe, turn the notifications on. We are at, lo- at Let's Talk BL on all of our socials. And join us again next time. This has been Let's Talk BL. Happy Halloween. <laughs>